Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Now, uh, Jeffrey, before we get to the uh, conversation here with uh, Zane Morris, did you have, uh, was there something else that, that was brewing here in the notebook this week? I'll, I'll save it for the next hour. Okay, all right, because all we have next hour, we just have a couple of quick comments from uh, one from Dylan Campbell and one from Mitchell Daly. So uh, we'll do that. But um, uh, like I said, the, uh, the, the Longhorns had their uh, practice here yesterday uh, at, over at uh, Archbishop Mitty High School, and today they'll be uh, on the field uh, at Klein Field at Sunken Diamond is the actual full name there, uh, there in Palo Alto. And they'll be headed over there. I think their practice time will be what will be 3 to 4.15 Central time this afternoon, I think it will actually. I think it's 1 to 2.15 local time here on that. Uh, right at the conclusion of practice yesterday, I got a, a chance before the team got on the bus to get to get a few words uh, with, with a guy we haven't, visited with that much and that's Zane Morehouse and uh it's for a variety of reasons uh and and not the least of which is he normally is not the biggest fan in the world of doing a lot of interviews and 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 Jeff you've you've visited uh with uh, Morehouse before haven't you you and the, the 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 reporter gaggle I mean I know the opportunities have not been that frequent but you you've had a, a, at least an opportunity or two to to uh, visit with Morehouse, haven't you? In the maybe, past? maybe once or twice, briefly. Nothing yeah. that stands out to me, though. Right, exactly, because because and that's kind of the way he prefers it. Um, and uh, but um, I, you know, coming through what he's come through, and and you think about it. Here's a guy from Dawson, Texas, which is over there in in rural Hill County on the east side of Hill County, like you're heading up to Corsicana uh, there from Waco uh, or Hillsboro. And uh, he's, uh, you know, went to two different junior colleges, as we know, uh, and uh, and then and then has had his ups and downs, has had some brilliant moments, both as a starter and as a reliever for Texas. And then he's had some absolute rock bottom moments, and I think all of us can remember the Saturday afternoon game in Waco against Baylor, which was almost two months ago to the day. So, uh, you know, and, and it, he's been through some difficult things. Um, obviously, confidence is, is some of it, but his teammates supported him all the way through. And then uh, David Pierce mentioned the other day how sometimes it can be the smallest of mechanical adjustments to make a difference. And, and Woody Williams, pitching savant that he is, and the Longhorns pitching coach, have been carefully monitoring, studying a lot of that. And so they worked with Zane pretty recently, and the result was really impressive what he did down in uh, Miami in the Coral Gables Regional. And so uh, with that in mind, as the team was getting ready to head the bus, I had an opportunity to just uh, ask a few questions of Zane and get his mindset and, and his thoughts of, about what he's come through and getting ready for this Super Regional. One of the uh, obvious first questions everybody always asks teams that he always this time of year, how they feel and how they're feeling physically, especially it goes for pitchers. So uh, with the amount of innings uh, that you've logged this year, you feel pretty good here as we head down the home stretch of the season? Yeah, I um, feel pretty good. feel solid, you know, feel strong. Uh, really excited to get out there this weekend, you know, real big situation. You know, not everybody gets to go to a Super Regional, so that's really big. And all the guys are really excited, ready to go. You know, one thing that I always hear pitchers talk about is – confidence and how important it is in terms of not just the mechanics of what you're doing and things like that but uh, was there a situation where you 
called on your inner strength to help supply the confidence for what you've been able to do over the past few outings? Um, I would definitely like to give a shout-outs to my teammates for that, honestly, because, uh, you know, when I was struggling there for a little bit, each and every one of them came up to me and was like, hey, we believe in you. Like, you got it. It's going to turn around eventually. You're going to make the adjustments. And that really gave me a lot of confidence going into the next outings. And then, you know, the rest is kind of history. Yeah, and, and I imagine you're one of those guys that helps try to pick up another teammate when they might be going through some struggles. Yeah, definitely, because, um, I mean, this is my fifth year in college. Yeah been around the block a lot so i've seen a lot of things and being able to help them out a lot is it's a something i definitely take pride in one thing coach was talking about is sometimes it's just the smallest of adjustments mechanical adjustments would that also one of the things that helped really flip this for you yeah definitely um me gordo and woody um we made a couple of small small adjustments and it's helped out a lot and then that backed up with the confidence from my teammates i think that's where the overall successes came from the last few weeks all right i've been in Dawson, Texas before. I've been in Hill County. So how different is Northern California for folks who don't understand that from from anywhere in Texas, let alone obviously Dawson? Oh, it's completely different. It's definitely a culture shock if you ever get to experience it. Um, <laughs> it's kind of wild, honestly. <laughs> he, uh, he it, when I first started to ask him that question, Jeff, he just started laughing. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and so then that kind of tickled me a little bit here but here's a guy who started off at dyersburg state college in tennessee then he went to bozier parish actually started bozier parish then went to dyersburg state and um and then uh here here he is uh as he said a fifth year guy so he's kind of been around a little bit and uh and has and has been through the ringer a little bit as well but uh is in a uh, had it described to me as a really good place mentally, both confidence-wise and just uh, as a teammate and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and you like to see that. You like to see good things happen to guys uh, who especially have had the struggles and try to get through it. And and uh, we know it has always been. It, 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 uh, hasn't it always been, Jeff, the, the deal where you say, there's no question about the stuff <laughs> that always comes out because he's got that mid-90s fastball and he's got, when it's working, a devastating slider, best slider on the ball club uh, when when he's got command of it there. But but the key word, obviously, is command on something like that. Yeah, and it, it frustrates the staff. Uh, it frustrates the player because you've seen him do it. And, and the one thing you keep hearing, you, you heard this with LBJ, excuse me, until he got kind of got right – you know, towards the the middle part of the year, and then halfway through Big Twelve, he's in the rotation, and we saw what he did last weekend in Coral Gables. But that was the thing that David Pierce always said about LBJ. Look, there's no, there's nothing wrong with his stuff, or really the mechanics. It's just, can you do all that stuff repeatable? Can it be right. become repeatable? Can it become second nature? And can you just get to the point where you're not really thinking about anything? You're just up there. You're, you're just pitching. You're just trusting your ability. Uh, like you said, Craig, that that slider for him, his, his off-speed stuff, his breaking ball, it can be a wipeout pitch for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, your the hope is – I think it's easier for starters to, uh, to maybe, if you have a bad outing, to kind of get back up on the horse because you know you're going to have an extended leash. Whereas if you're a bullpen hand – you know the next time you're going to be out there most likely is in another high-leverage situation. So I think the mental part of it for guys coming out of the bullpen is a little bit rougher. But uh, you gotta you got to respect the way that, you know, Zane's kind of gone through it and, and 
you know, contributing to this team. Uh, Travis Stelly's going through to me. Every, I think every single mm-hmm. person in that bullpen this year, every single person on the staff too, because, I mean, you know, as good as Geno's been, you know, he had the game out in Fullerton, and he, he's had some games mm-hmm. where he wasn't as sharp the as he would. The game at Kansas, yeah, he's the had Friday some, game. Some games where he wasn't as sharp as he would want to be. So that's that's the thing, though. If you can just keep getting back up on the horse at some point, if, you, if you've if you got the stuff and you've got the mechanics, if, if you put the work in and everything becomes repeatable and then it becomes second nature, then you can, you can get to that point where you get over the hump. LBJ. Another example of that, a guy who had bounced between midweek and, uh, starter and bullpen guy and then weekend starter, and he'd had some struggles. But, again, some minor adjustments but also a confidence thing, and and it makes a big difference for him. And if those guys pitch like they did in Coral Gables last week, those three guys that you mentioned in specific, they're going to need more than three, but, I mean, if those three guys in specific, Lucas Gordon, uh, LeBaron Johnson, and same Morehouse. If they if those three pitch as effectively as they did last week, and then Texas definitely has a chance. Uh, no question about that. Uh, before we get to the break, a couple of uh, congratulations uh, go to a couple of NCAA champions, uh, uh, Leo Nugabauer and uh, Akili Smith uh, were uh, NCAA champions. Nugabauer uh, did a tremendous job in the decathlon. Set only not only the NCAA meet and Texas record, but the NCAA collegiate record, and so uh, he is he's done a tremendous job. And then Smith also winning the long jump, so uh, that that's important. And and for folks who are keeping uh, track of this, um, in, in, you know, in terms of you know what what are the chances of of uh, you know, winning a uh, winning a national championship. Uh, the women's team certainly has an opportunity uh, to do that. Uh, and then I know some folks are also uh, interested in seeing uh, what the chances are of repeating uh, winning a third straight Directors Cup. Uh, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. I think going into the NCAA Track and Field Championships this weekend and the Super Regional out here. The combination has to be something along the lines of the women, I think, pretty much have to win the national title, and they they are ranked number one. Uh, the men have to have a, a, a decent showing. Baseball out here, because it's a head-to-head competition with Stanford, who, who leads the overall Directors' Cup competition, the Longhorns would need to win the Super Regional, get to Omaha, and maybe win a couple of games, finish no lower than like a tie for fifth, I think. To have uh, to to be able to surpass Stanford, so those are the odds, and the odds may be against it, uh, but it's but it's good going into these very late spring sport additions here as uh, we draw closer to the actual start of the summer that they still have a shot to do that. I think, so. Craig, that Stanford would clinch the Directors Cup if yes. they defeat Texas this week in the Super. That Regional. is correct. Cameron is right. That yes. is correct. Yep, yep. One of one of the uh, you know, one of the prerequisites for trying to make it three in a row, Texas will have to win the Super Regional here. 